Welcome back. I'm Karen, Founder and Managing Director of Orchid Leadership Coaching and Consultancy Limited. Encouraging you to embrace the leader within. Whether you're a CEO leading a company, an executive leading a team of innovators, an emerging entrepreneur, or a working or stay-at-home parent leading the family and home. Now's the time to embrace the future, empower the new you. Welcome to Season 2, Episode 9 of Enlightened Leadership Coaching Snippets. A new season of podcasts linking to empowerment, mindfulness and well-being within leadership. In this episode, we'll be deep diving into social enterprise, the conflicting faces of welfare. If you missed our earlier episodes, don't worry. They're available to download on numerous major podcast platforms. Do ensure to subscribe or follow so not to miss out on future upcoming episodes. Getting back to today's episode, focusing on social enterprise, the conflicting faces of welfare. When you think of social enterprise, what comes to mind? Sometimes this area, though not new, can be difficult to define and increasingly blurs the lines between traditional businesses, NGOs, government and non-profit sectors. Though it should be simple enough, it has become somewhat of a complex area in recent years and more perhaps linked to PR of companies and businesses than welfare, which may explain, to some extent, why I've chosen the word conflicting when mentioning the word welfare. When you conduct your strategic planning, do you incorporate social or environmental objectives into your company's agenda? Do you create roles in your business that coordinate social enterprise or sustainability projects and initiatives? When you consider social enterprise, how do these objectives align with your existing organisational culture? In this episode, we'll be seeking to understand the many aspects of social enterprise, how it came about, its purposes and benefits, but also some of the darker pitfalls that sometimes accompany social enterprise when conducted within a model of isolated social responsibility. Whether you're a seasoned business owner who already runs various social enterprise projects a not-for-profit organisation reviewing its social objectives, or a startup just beginning to think about areas of social enterprise. This could be an interesting episode as you continue forward in your endeavours. So, let's dive a little deeper. In its simplest terms, a social enterprise addresses an unmet need within the community or environment often within a market-driven approach or using business tools to meet social needs. Though this often gets confused with social innovation, which means addressing a social need in a new or groundbreaking way. When thinking in terms of its purest business sense, rather than of social responsibility, 
a social enterprise or social business can also be defined as a business that has specific social objectives that serve as its primary purpose. Social enterprises in themselves seek to maximise profits while maximising benefits to society and the environment. Profits are principally used to fund social programmes. So where and when did the concept of social enterprise come from? Though of course there were entities as goodwill industries in the 1900s, the term social enterprise was developed more fully in the UK and US in the late 1970s to counter traditional commerce enterprise, existing where private and volunteer sectors intersect, seeking to balance activities that provide financial benefits with social goals and outcomes. Though there may be many entrepreneurs linked with social enterprise initiatives, social enterprise isn't the same as social entrepreneurship. Social entrepreneurs seek innovative ways to create and drive change, whereas social enterprises form to fulfill a business purpose and social needs through their commercial activities. To sum up, a social enterprise is a business with social objectives that serves as its primary purpose. Maximising profits is not the primary goal of a social enterprise in comparison to a traditional business. Unlike a charity, social enterprises pursue endeavours that generate revenues, which fund their social projects and empowers social businesses for societal and environmental good. They are also more sustainable than a non-profit organisation which may solely rely on grants or donations. For those businesses which are purely run as social enterprises, there are various models, but three stand out, which are opportunity employment, employing those whom traditional employment models often provide barriers to. Donate back is an example of giving back to those most in need from your range of service. Another is transformative products or services, or alternatively known as the innovation model, serving social needs with a product or service that positively impacts the planet, such as those selling solar panels or those within transformative education sector. Some of the immense benefits of purely run social enterprises are that they build controlled wealth, which helps stabilise economies. They also provide valuable training opportunities for those who have been excluded from the workplace. Revenue gained from social enterprises helps reduce dependency upon governmental and charitable funding, encouraging innovative and community-driven approaches, thus strengthening business capacity and programme effectiveness and sustainability. So, we understand about social enterprise in its purest business sense. But what about the differences between social enterprise and corporate social responsibility? 
or a typical CSR program. Many businesses and companies interweave the two as if they coexist, mainly because there's still uncertainty about the differences between the two, but they are two very different entities. Simply put, a social enterprise is proactive in its approach to social need and change, focusing on maximising social benefits from the outset. While CSR is often reactive, acting out of a perceived obligation to society or to present their company in a positive frame in society as a corrective measure in taking responsibility for the effects of one's business on the environment or society. Doing good is a permanent fixture of a social enterprise's business model. It is weaved into the corporation's fabric and is part of the organization's culture. In comparison, a CSR program is often seen as how corporations create positive social impact or image through their existing practices, such as reducing their carbon footprint and incorporating sustainable practices, or very often one-off social community projects. By highlighting the difference, I am by no means underplaying the value that CSR programmes play in society and the immense benefits they can provide, though there are some CSR initiatives globally where only a fraction of profits may be used to do charity or small-scale community projects for maximum publicity rather than impact. However, what I am perhaps highlighting is the word culture. Within a social enterprise, its purpose was established from the outset. Its social credentials are written in its vision and mission statements. That are the backbone of the business, and it runs through the veins of every employee that comes under its banner. Its mission is its culture, and its culture enables not just good for the society it serves, but for its employees, through how employees are engaged and included within the enterprise and implementation of projects. It's about how welfare is acted upon within the organisation, not just within society-aimed projects. In other words, walking the walk internally with employees as well as externally in front of the public eye. There has been an increased presence of CSR in recent times among organisations. There is a trend towards businesses themselves providing the support and services, ideally hand-in-hand with social enterprises. Doing work in the community, being an official support of a charity, or supporting one-off projects over a tax year is still the norm for many businesses engaged in CSR. These activities have their place, of course, but do tend to place CSR as side projects rather than being part of its core culture. Such beneficial acts from CSR programmes can often stem from specific departments in isolation from the main company operations and often quite separate from core cultural values, its mission and indeed overall vision. 
CSR has tended to be viewed as a standalone project to the core business. However, organisations need to consider embedding social and environmental objectives into the heart of their business and into the very business itself, its functions from bottom-up, inclusive approach. So, how can we attempt to create more purposeful, effective and authentic CSR programmes, as well as in some cases more authentically presented and sustainable social enterprises? Establish a social mission that aligns with your company's mission statement. Building social strategies around your company's core competencies and values and into your company's code of ethics indicating a firm commitment. This will encourage a culture of sustainable relationships and effective, authentic action, rather than merely a risk mitigation strategy that is a PR-seeking opportunity. Also, align with your business service, leveraging your service or product in a socially responsible context. Ensure long-term commitment and sustainability by engaging all stakeholders, inclusive of all C-level executives and shareholders, to all levels of employment. Also including those whom your company serves to ensure the social issues fully are aligned. Educate and communicate with transparency at all levels of the company to encourage inclusion unity and buy-in. Enable and empower employees to be part of the initiatives and to be proud of their involvement through cross-functional committees across departments. Engaged employees will stay with you longer and will go the extra mile to serve out the project's outcomes. CSR programmes and social enterprises needn't be boxed into a fixed limitation. Ideas can evolve, be measurable, and be incorporated into a company's ROI along with other key business growth targets. Adopting basic green, environmentally friendly, and socially conscious initiatives can help build authenticity into your company culture. Though of course this needs to be a cultural shift not just greenwashing in terms of company PR. Build external partnerships and deepen community connections with groups or individuals who are already doing good within the community. Get to know those whom you are already trying to help. Build genuine and authentic relationships at a human level. Ensure whether as a company incorporating a CSR program into its culture or, as a well-established social enterprise, you must evaluate whether you are walking the walk, not just talking a good game plan within your marketing and PR. Ask yourselves the tough questions. When strategizing social initiatives to support the community or environment, what strategies are you also employing to serve your own internal community? Your employees' welfare in terms of health, safety, equality, mental health, overall workplace well-being. Is this already part of your company's culture 
be ready to listen, respond, learn and grow as a company. To align internally with your employees' needs as well as externally when serving the community. Far too often, many companies seek a quick PR fix and stress the external social benefits of certain project outcomes when internally their employees see a very different face from the company. Be authentic as to your company's culture. And if that's viewed as inadequate and not serving your internal community, perhaps, just perhaps, a shift in culture is needed and greater engagement with employees as to their exact needs may need to be incorporated into your overall strategic plan. If the areas we've discussed are incorporated fully with the many faces of the company aligned both internally and externally regarding service and welfare, it may be that a company may go beyond mere CSR and closer towards a social enterprise towards what is known as environmental, social and corporate governance, or ESG, which offers a set of standards for company operations that includes the impact on the environment, internal controls and on the communities where it operates. ESG is a broader commitment to sustainability, while CSR is an individual organisation's corporate values. A goal for any company should be a commitment to a strong, differentiated employer brand of corporate social responsibility internally that authentically reflects its external mission within the wider community. Therefore, a challenge I lay before you, take measure of your company's culture. How well are you walking the walk? if you were to compare employee welfare internally with any corporate social responsibility that your company fulfills within the community. If you are a social enterprise, how far does that action spread internally? Do you present one authentic face internally and externally? or are you considering a cultural shift within your company? If so, what will that look like? Feel free to share some of your follow-up actions with me on any of my social media platforms, or alternatively, share a comment with me right here after listening. I look forward to our next podcast session, where we will be deep diving into Redefining the CEO, Chief Empathy Officer. So make sure you tune in and engage with me after the session about your thoughts and personal takeaways. Until then, please remember, if this podcast episode added any value to your day or evening, download it, share it with your colleagues and friends, and of course, ensure to follow or subscribe so that you don't miss out on future episodes. And remember, embrace the future. Empower the new you. Awaken the leader within. And let's take back control of our aspirations.
Thanks for listening. Thank you.